My mentor, John Maxwell, said, the secret to success is found in your daily routine. (laughs) I remember hearing this working with John and realizing I was on a spin cycle of life as a busy mom raising seven kids and running a business, and I was doing it all wrong, but then I figured it out. Guys, that's what I'm talking to you today about in this episode and how to crush productivity and get off that spin cycle that's holding you back from the success that you deserve. Let's go. You're listening to The Laundry Room Diaries. I'm your host, Angela McKay. I'm a busy mom of seven and a self-made CEO, but friend, that's not how my story started. In fact, 14 years ago, I found myself ugly crying over a basket of missing socks, wondering what was missing in my life. Maybe you can relate, the mom guilt, wanting to be a mom, but yet needing something for yourself. This podcast is designed for you. Learn how to crush the mom guilt, dance through life messes, kick perfection out the door, and live unapologetically. I'm going to teach you exactly what I did and how I changed my life so that I could have the best of both worlds, and I'm going to show you how right now. Let's go. Like when I close my Welcome back to the Laundry Room Diaries, guys. It's Angela McKay, your host. And today we're going to talk about how to crush productivity and really move your business forward. I know this is a topic that can change the game for so many because it was really what happened to me when I was in my business. And I'm going to take you back to a time where I was not crushing goals. And in fact, I had all the tabs open in my brain. I was a multitasking mom, which I thought was empowering, but it was more frustrating. And I was feeling a little burnout in my business. Maybe you can relate to that. And if so, this episode's for you. I know planning is so important. And I'm a mom. I plan. I plan dinners. I plan vacations. I plan the school schedules and all the things in between. But the one thing I was struggling with with my business was planning how to show up at home working from my home office with my kids and my dog and life happening around me. I was getting derailed a lot by life's like moments that happen and I was not able to pivot from a point of frustration. And really, guys, it, it was when I started working with John Maxwell as my personal mentor that I heard him talk one day when I was feeling pretty low in my in my workspace. I was honestly, I wanted to throw the towel out, but I loved the freedom that I had in my business. But I was feeling burnout. I was feeling negative, and I did not feel like I had a sense of my business in control. I don't know if that relates to anyone listening, but... Man, those are hard spaces. And so I had to understand what John was saying in that training. And what he said was, the secret to success is found in your daily routine. 
Like I was like, wait a minute, pump the brakes. <laughs> your secret to success is found in your daily routine. And at first when I heard it, I thought like, well, John, I'm a mama seven and I'm running a business. Hello. I am doing a lot of things in my routine every day. You know how you get like kind of in your own head when you hear a training and someone says something. But then I stopped out of respect for who he was and what he does. I I thought he's going somewhere with this. So I'm going to stay plugged in and I'm going to try to receive this message. And it was all about the habits that we create in our business and our habits wrapped around how we use our time. Now, talking to a mom who was obviously on the struggle bus of productivity, feeling burnout, having piles of laundry everywhere, literally like wanting a pizza night because I was so tired and really struggling in my business, I thought, okay, pin in my hand, I'm going to pull this in and I'm going to really try to unpack what this man's going to teach me because something has got to change. Well, that training was definitely a pivoting point. It took me from frustration to motivation. And I don't say that to sound all cool, guys. I say that because that's where I was. I was frustrated in my business. I was feeling like I was self-sabotaging and I was just rewriting my to-do list. Now, I don't know if you realize what that means, but some of you probably just said, ah, yes, you're my person. You know how you write down your goals and then life happens and you don't get anything done, but you do rewrite the list Like, that was me. I thought, well, if anything, I rewrote the list and better luck tomorrow. Well, that was a place and space that was not getting me paid the way I needed to be. And I wasn't feeling like I was successful. I was feeling burnout. And and I know feeling burnout means one of two things. I'm either on the precipice of quitting or I'm just going to struggle for a while. But I knew there was another way to deal with burnout too, and that was changing something up. And so I took John's training and I opened my mind to opportunities to manage time. I started researching and I found this little idea of time blocking. And although we've heard the trainings before, I, it wasn't new to me, but it was definitely something I wanted to put into my life. I knew I had to do it kind of Angie's way. I had to find a way to do it as a busy mama seven, running a business in multi-time zones and a lot of life always happening. So I needed the way to do time blocking and pivot and dance because that was my life, friend. We were always having a sick kid, a missed lunchbox, or who knows what going on. Well, what I found was that in my planning, I needed to learn how to put systems into place. And when I heard this, I got excited. Like the home edit version of me got excited because I am a systems girl. Like my pantry is on point and I love a good system, but my business was lacking systems. I didn't have a system for onboarding. I didn't have a system for training. I didn't have a system for, I didn't have a system really for anything. And so I was like, this is an opportunity to take my gifts of organization as a mom and as a woman (laughs) and put it into business. And I started to create some systems that allowed me to work smarter. But then I also realized my trigger point for stress. I was the person who would schedule in her beautifully handwritten planner a time where I was going to build my business. I'd have a bucket for sales and I'd have a bucket for marketing. And what that means is I worked two hours really specifically in my business And one was basically about sales and strategy. 
getting those income opportunities, right? Like that was what I was doing. And the other was marketing. Or I always call when someone says, I'm posting on social media as my business. Um, that is the marketing side, friend. <laughs> and so I had two buckets and I knew this. I knew I had to do both. But I didn't know really how to get things accomplished when I would sit down at my desk because the to-do lists were piling up just like my laundry and I was feeling the overwhelm. Well, I started to understand time blocking and I understood that the clock was my biggest frustration. I would put down a time block from 12 to 1. I'm going to work on my sales. And I felt empowered when I write it in my my calendar. But at 12.15 on the day that I had it, I realized I lost track of time or something happened in life. And now I was behind and I was starting to feel frustrated like it was never going to happen. How many people have felt that way? Because the clock is dictating our success. And so when I started to see the clock as a trigger, I quickly realized this is not working for me. There has to be a better way to time block. And so what I did was literally put a post-it note over my clock so I wouldn't see it. And I sat down at my desk and I started to really map out the system for my sales hour and a system for my marketing hour. And those systems had a couple components. One, it had my non-negotiables I had to do in those spaces. There's non-negotiables you have in your business. And I'm going to talk to you like a network marketer for a moment because that's my my business. And I had income-producing activities in my sales hour that I had to do every single day. Like I had to ask people after they sampled it to buy the product and I had to put the cart together and I had to send out the thank you note and I had to to do all these things, right, to make the money. And so the system started to become very simplistic and I knew what to do. The beauty of my time blocking, guys, was different than what all the other training is, is that I allowed it to be flexible to me, which means I allowed my time blocks to kind of pivot with my day because I knew that the Tuesday at 11 p.m. that I had scheduled for something was not going to be the same as the next Tuesday at that same time. And so what I did was create these compartment times for our blocks And I put all the things that I had to do that were specific to my non-negotiables and then one big task, like one big goal for the day. And I had to finish it. (laughs) That was the other caveat. I had to finish it. So if I said I was going to email my customers and my marketing hour, I was going to email those customers and press send, right? And so I started to be really good at the follow-up. And what I loved is that I didn't have to look at the clock to determine when I was going to work. I looked at my life and decided when it was going to work. And I was able to pull blocks of time into my life, regardless of who was sick or what was forgotten. And I started to get results. Well, now I teach and train others to do this. And it has been such an experience that has just profoundly changed how I work my business. Not only do I have more freedom in my time, but I'm actually getting more done. You know, a lot of times we don't realize the notifications that come through our phone or the dog barking or the kids needing something. Those derailments take us off productivity. And in fact, that focus work that we were so on When we get taken away from it, it takes on average 20 minutes to get refocused. Or I always say for a mom with ADD, 
double that time. And so I knew I had to really get into a space of productivity. And I had found and created my essentially home edit version of my business to allow me to get into productivity and to start to crush some goals. The other thing I did, and one thing I will always encourage anyone I work with, is to take inventory on your day. That is the first step if you don't have time blocking in place or systems. You have to understand where your time is going. And I only say this because I was guilty once. I was the person when asked, how much time do you spend on social media? And I would laugh and say, oh, you know, just a little bit because I'm super busy. And then I'd look at my activity screen time and it would say something different. Well, I learned that not only this helped me become aware of where I was misplacing time and I had to dial that down and get really very specific on how much time I was going to allow myself to be online by putting up like quiet hours on my phone. Yes, you can actually do this. You can schedule yourself off and it will allow you not to be on screen time. And it's so nice because then you have more focused work when you are online. But two, it's freeing because you also have the ability to like live a life without looking at a screen. And I love the fact with that screen time hack, when I'm talking to a prospect in my business and they're saying, oh, I I would love to do it, Angela, but I just don't have time. I say, friend, pull out that phone. Tell me, just go to your activity, you know, screen time. How much time did you spend on the online yesterday? And their mouth usually drops. And sometimes it's like seven, eight, ten. I had one person spent 15 hours one day. I was like, girl, this is what you could use in my 10-hour framework of a work week. I can show you how to run a business in 10 hours on a work week. And you're spending 15 hours scrolling, looking at who knows what. Like, you have got time. We just need to reallocate that time into spaces that are going to pay off. And when I start to talk about why I do it, then they're like, wow, that's much better than looking at who's eating what for lunch or looking at an inspirational quote. Like, let's do some activity that's more inspirational, which is giving you time freedom. (laughs) And so I, I think it's so important for you to do that exercise. And I'm probably going to assume that when you see it, you might be surprised because I know I was. The other thing I would say to guys as As you're starting to build these healthy habits in your schedule and you're starting to work with intention and develop systems and really dive into focus work of focusing on your non-negotiables and one thing, crushing it, and then moving to the next thing, I guarantee you a couple things. One, you won't have to rewrite your to-do list. You'll actually start to feel empowered because you're checking things off. And empowerment and positivity from accomplishment fuels more of that. You know, and and just like when I was earlier, me feeling down on myself, rewriting my to-do list, feeling like I'm not getting anything done, and it just kind of snowballed into how I would feel over and over again. And when I'd look at that list, now I flip the switch and now I feel excited. I feel empowered. I feel like I have a sense of control in my business. And I love the fact that I can show up authentically in a space, work intentionally and get some stuff done. And then I can put my phone down. And that would be the third tip I'm going to talk to you about. Because as a mom that works from home 
and most of my team is not within my zip code. <laughs> They're all over the place. When I, I have office hours and I have healthy boundaries. And one boundary I did was is I did not want to walk around my home with a phone. I always say to parents, like, what do we tell our teenagers? Like, you don't need to be on it all the time. Yet, are we literally being the example for them? Well, there was a season of my life where I would look probably like a hypocrite to my kids because I was working, but really... I was scrolling <laughs> and and I realized that I have to be the example. And I also had to give myself the freedom to not sit there and waste time. I had to create a new habit. And that was creating some healthy boundaries around my use of time. And so I put my phone down and I have in my day, I have time allocated to drive by my phone and to check in. And if it's not an emergency, I have a designated time in my day to field those messages and work in one designated time spot instead of being like blocked to my phone and constant conversation. You know, I started my business so I could have time freedom to be more present and not miss the mom moments. And what I found when I first started is that I felt like by showing up and always being there, that was me being a good leader. And really what it was, it was hurting my family because I was missing out on just as much, if not more mom moments, because I was looking at the phone or I was fielding a call. And I knew that's not what I started this for. And so I had to pivot and adjust. And that drive-by session has given me more in-person, present time with my family than ever before. And I'm also leading by example for my kids so that I can literally say, you need to get off your phone. And I'm being an example. <laughs> and so as I as we kind of wrap this up today, guys, I want you just to kind of think for a minute what we talked about today, about not letting time dictate your success and define whether or not you're achieving and succeeding or if you're quote unquote failing, which the only way to fail is really to quit. But I want you to understand what John said was right, that the habits you create in your day are what's going to create the success that you desire. And so you have to be aware of what you're doing with your day, how you're spending that day, what activities you're focusing on. And more importantly, you have to have a plan and a system. You have to work smarter. I love the fact that you can work smarter and you can get even more time and do your inventory. Really take your journal out and do old school. Rip off a piece of paper and put 24 lines designated one for each hour of the day. And I want you to assign your time. If you sleep eight hours, assign the eight hours. If you cook dinner and you clean up and it takes two hours, you put that in as a non-negotiable. And I want you to fill in your non-negotiables first. Then I want you to go in and put in your sales time and your marketing time for your business. And then you fill out the rest with whatever life wants to give you. When you start to specifically work in a sales and in a time inventory space where you're aware of what you're doing, you are going to literally have that edge that's going to take you further. And I love that like slight edge book. If you've never read the slight edge, it is literally this like tiny little tweak that can make a huge difference. And I know for a fact that my slight edge of taking myself from frustration to productivity was all in how I decided to show up in my day, just like John said. So guys, thank you so much for being a part of the Laundry Room Diaries. Join me next time where I dive into my productivity a little bit deeper and how my time blocks are structured. I'll share some of my systems and I'm even gonna give you 
one of my favorite tools that has helped me systemize my business. As always, keep dancing through the messes of life because you are a mom that means business and you deserve it all to live unapologetically. Like when I close